Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to the podcast welcome back to unwinding can i just tell you i have been in the best mood today because well first of all i got a haircut and a bitch is feeling herself even though i did not cut a lot off i will do a chop at some point this year okay i will do it i know nobody believes me because every time i tell my friends like hey i'm gonna go cut my hair they're like cool you're gonna look the same but like cool can't wait for you um i do look the same plus bangs but you know what i love my long hair i don't know what to tell you it's like a security blanket for me at this point i feel like i won't know who i am without my long hair but i do want to experience just i wanna i want to be in my i won't i sounded british for a second have i told you guys how my niece is british and if i just dropped a bomb on you you're like what the fuck you have a niece let me explain um, well, we haven't talked about this. Okay, so I've been thinking about her a lot, actually, because I just saw her, and I love her so much. Sometimes she listens listens to the pod, so if you're listening, hi, love you. I actually have to voice note you back. I haven't voice noted her back in a few days. Anyway, so my stepbrother, or is it half-brother? You know what? I always get fucked up with that. What's the difference? So my dad's first marriage, he had three kids, two boys and a girl. Do you want to hear something crazy? The girl... She was born the same day I was born. Isn't that insane? I've never actually met her. That's a long story. However, I like do know my two stepbrothers. I don't know if it's half or step. I don't know. Someone correct me, please. But anyway, one of them has two kids, a boy and a girl. And so I was an aunt at like, I don't know, 14. Like I was so young and I was like, whoa, not me being an aunt in my teens. So long story short, why am I even telling you the story? I don't know. But my brother married a British woman, a beautiful British woman. And my niece and nephew are like half British. And my niece lives in London. So she went to Oxford because she's a fucking badass. And she graduated recently and now she lives in London and she's like living her best life. And I love her so much. I don't get to see her that often, which sucks because I love her. But I got to see her not too long ago, like two months ago, the last time that I went home. We were coincidentally both in Costa Rica and I saw her one night and we had drinks and we laughed and we cried and I hadn't seen her in years and it was incredible because the last time I had the last time I had seen her I was probably I think I was in college and she was still in high school. You know what I mean? Like it's just different. It's different when you just get older and yeah, it was so nice to see her. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I sounded British when I said that. What was I talking about though when I did sound British? Oh yeah, I want to experience my short hair era like i want to be in that era at some point in my life because i've had long hair for like 10 years you know but today was not the day i told my girl i said you know what we're gonna chop one of these days but today is not the day i'm not ready yet i think i want like a few like maybe one or two more like 
you know, long hair moments. And here's the thing, okay? Here's what I'm going to do. I want to learn how to actually do my hair. And by that, I mean I want to learn how to actually style it in a way that I like. I don't do shit to my hair. And that's not a flex. I'm just lazy. I don't like to think about my hair. I also don't totally hate the way that it air dries. So honestly, I just let it do its thing. My hair is in a ponytail, which I love ponytails. Or I leave it natural or I put it in a bun. And that's it. Very rarely do I straighten my hair because I feel like it does nothing for me. And I mean, now it looks pretty because now I have like a little bit of dimension back and I have layers and we got like, we did like long bangs, etc. My face is framed. The face is framed, you know? I was showing my hairstylist today. I was like, okay, I don't want to get the Dyson because the Dyson Airwrap because I don't know, it's like what, $10,000? I'm just kidding. I know it's like 700 or 800. That's still a fuck ton of money for someone who doesn't even want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't even want it and I feel like I'm not going to use it. As much as i would like to so thanks to tiktok i found the shark products have you guys heard of that brand so they do like i don't know air wrap dupes or whatever they have this one that's like a styler it's like it has a blow drying setting it has all the fucking settings i don't know it's like a 10 in one basically i've been eyeing it on amazon it's like 300 bucks which is still a lot but i feel like i can justify that more while i learn how to actually do my hair i feel like if i actually knew how to give myself like you know like nice blowouts or like nice waves i feel like that could be a vibe and maybe i would enjoy it but i just don't know how to do that so I keep adding that thing to my cart and then when I'm gonna check out I'm like oof and then I delete it and then I add it and then I delete it so maybe I'm gonna add it one of these days and get it and actually enjoy my long hair before we chop it off I think that's only fair you know what I mean I feel like I want to know that I gave it my all before we cut it off I'm so dramatic because my hair grows real fucking fast blessed so let me set the mood before I want to set the mood then we're gonna catch up real quick and then I'm going to do a solicited um, advice episode as you can tell by the title I don't know I don't know what I'm going to title this yet but we'll see and I got a lot of submissions which make me so fucking happy and if I don't read yours please know I save them all so I will read them at some point and if something is really really like if you're struggling with something I always tell you this but if you're really struggling with something fucking dm me and be like bitch I need your help right now not in not whenever you decide to answer my question okay because that's what I'm here for and I give amazing advice. I'm not great at taking advice, but I'm really good at giving it. So you know what I mean? Use me. I'm here and I always want to help. So hit me up if you need something urgently and if I didn't get to you. Um, okay, now let's set the mood. So it's Tuesday, June 6th, 4.04 p.m. It was a very rainy day this morning. Honestly, I woke up and I was like, oof, I love rain, but like not on a Tuesday morning. You know what I mean? Like on a Sunday morning, oh my gosh. Imagine like, oh my God, here's my perfect Sunday morning, okay? Wake up Sunday morning. I'm not hungover. There's a beautiful man in my bed. I don't I don't know if that would be my perfect Sunday morning, actually. I like to sleep alone. Unless I really like him, then he can stay over. So let's just pretend I really like him. We wake up together and then I was going to say breakfast. You know what? I actually don't know what my perfect Sunday morning would be. But let's just say it would be rain, then maybe a quickie. <laughs> how old am i why is that funny and then we order breakfast because it's raining we're not gonna step out yet okay order breakfast i'm thinking i'm thinking either french toast or maybe pancakes i'm not in my waffle era maybe pancakes and like 
bacon that sounds really fucking good lauren got a side of bacon when we went to sadell's and she got it like extra crispy that shit was banging okay a penny dropper order of bacon if you will anyway what would happen after that i don't know let's leave my sunday morning behind so then i went to get my hair cut today which was really nice and i love my hairstylist so much i always tag her on ig if you live in miami she's amazing like it's not just here's what i was thinking as i was driving back it's not just that somebody can do something right you know what i mean when it comes to like nails hair whatever it is that you're gonna do it's not so much about finding someone who can do it right because I think there is an abundance of skilled people in the world and in this city. So it's not so much that, but it's like, to me, finding somebody who I feel good with is just as important because I want to enjoy myself. You know what I always say? I want to have fucking fun everywhere. Like, I just want to feel good. I don't want to feel uncomfortable. I don't want to feel judged. I don't want to feel like I have to put on a show. I don't, I don't want to feel like I have to just, I don't know like adapt myself in any way does that make sense like i just want to feel fucking good and that's how i feel when i go to her like it's like no judgment we talk shit i feel comfortable i feel safe she listens to me she doesn't get scissor happy which we love and she just it's just a very warm environment and i love that so anywho got my hair done then i had to film some tiktoks for bumble i'm working with bumble on tiktok have been for a few months love them so i was doing that and then I got home and then I did more work and then I started mapping out this episode. And I'm wearing I'm wearing full Zara right now. I'm in a Zara moment. I've been getting a lot of new clothes because I have lost some weight recently and a lot of my shit doesn't fit me right. And I don't really want to tailor 20 pairs of jeans. So until I do, I've just been buying, you know, few pieces that I actually really, really, really like. And so that's what I've been doing. And I've just been going to Zara because it's what I have the closest to me. And, you know, I'm actually finding stuff I like. So I'm wearing these cute white sweatpants and a little gray tank. And I have a Diet Coke because I want energy. That's the mood right now. We're in the living room. Office is still under construction. Even though I did start organizing yesterday, I, ord- I ordered a fuck ton of bins to organize. You guys came through because I asked, like, what, where can I get bins? Because these fucking acrylic bins are, like, $3,000 each. Like, they're so expensive, and I need a lot of them. So I was like, okay, ideally, I would hit up the container store, aka heaven, but I'm not trying to spend $1,000 on bins. You feel me? So one of you angels was like, go to Walmart. Go to Walmart online and look for their home edit stuff like the home edit did a collab with walmart i love the home edit did you guys know they have a podcast i fucking love those women anyway so i did and guess what all of the bins that i needed were on sale so i just i love that for me you know thank you jesus so i ordered a ton of those i think they get here thursday and then i can finally start organizing in there that's the update on that i had a very wholesome weekend you know what we're 11 minutes in and we haven't even gone to the episode should i just scrap the weekend update it was very wholesome i celebrated baby's birthday all weekend because she turned 29 my beautiful best friend so we had like dinner on friday and then sunday we did a barbecue for her at nicole's house her sister and her parents were in town and i i think i've told you this before but they're just like they're my family like literally they are family to me i grew up with them so her parents feel just like literal family and i love them so much so it was a beautiful 
beautiful wholesome weekend so that was my weekend tell me about your weekend what'd you do how was it anything spicy let a bitch know let's get into some of these submissions okay because i'm not trying to keep you here too long even though you did tell me that you like the long solo episodes so i'm not gonna feel like i'm in a rush okay let's see how many of these we can get to first one advice on forgiving myself for my past actions that don't align with me anymore slash i hurt myself and others i also got a similar one and she said how do i get past shame self-hate forgiving myself and why the fuck is it so hard okay let's get into this i have so much i want to say so i'm going to try to compile my thoughts and give you a ton of reminders if you are trying to forgive yourself or if you are in a season of feeling shame about a past experience a past moment when you maybe didn't act like your best self or whatever it is that happened so the first thing i'm going to say is there is obviously housekeeping stuff that we do initially when we hurt somebody in our life right we apologize like with absolute sincerity and we do anything we can to make the situation correct and after that i truly think time changed behavior if necessary and compassion are going to be our best friends i want you to think about the word compassion here okay because you at some point are going to have to choose compassion over shame and you're going to have to choose to give yourself the same compassion that you give other people and you're going to have to remind yourself that you are a human a flawed human we all are you know and we're gonna fuck up like we just are if we didn't fuck up we wouldn't learn and granted hurting people is not the most ideal way to learn right it's not the only way to learn of course but it's definitely a way that we learn is by not acting the way that we want to act we have an opportunity when we fuck up and it's to either be introspective take accountability and change or it's to maybe fall to playing the victim and adapt that habit or that behavior and stay in this cycle of hurting ourselves or other people like you do have an option when you mess up i think it's also important to remember that you are allowed to change you're not the same person that you were last year or whenever like i am not the same bitch i was five minutes ago i always say that i've acted in ways that i would truly i know they say never say never but i'm gonna say never because maybe i'll do some other shit but i would i know for a fact there are behaviors that i engaged in that i would never do today why because i hurt myself i hurt other people and i learned from that you know and so i think it's also important to realize like if that version of you is no longer present we're really just wasting time by staying in the past you don't need to carry your past self into the present like you have permission to let her go I think also the loop of self-criticism and punishment, which inherently brings shame to the table, right? I think it's only hindering your healing, honestly. It's only hindering the next step, which is how can we get better? How can we improve? What can we learn from this situation? Punishing yourself for the rest of your life for mistakes 
that you've made is not exactly going to help us, right? I think, let's look at the facts, right? So it's like, okay, you did something and you hurt someone. You've apologized. You've done everything you can to make the the situation right. Are you going to keep punishing yourself for the rest of your life over that moment? And if so, what is that life going to look like? Because I don't think it's going to look too great. You're going to be at war with yourself. You're going to be always mad at yourself. That sounds like a fucking battle. Like life is already hard enough and you, you have to be your own best friend like you really do. And part of that means giving yourself grace when you fuck up the same way you would give grace to your best friend. So actually, let's do this. Let's do a little exercise, okay? I want you to think about your best friend, your bestest friend. Think about a time when maybe she hurt you or he or a non-binary queen okay think about a time when they hurt you they were just not acting like themselves maybe they were going through something maybe they just lashed out they hurt you and they hurt your feelings did you forgive them i'm assuming the answer is yes right did you hold or do you hold that moment against them i hope not because resentment is poison and honestly if you forgive someone but you're still mad i think you've completely misunderstood the definition of forgiveness you probably forgave them Maybe you felt weird for a little bit. Maybe it took you a little bit of time, right? But you forgave them. And now you don't think about that moment very often unless it's brought up, right? And you forgave them because you love them and you know they're human and they're flawed and they fucked up. You said, that's okay. I'm going to forgive them because they made a mistake as humans do. And the love that you have for them outweighs a minor moment when they've acted humanly and mistakenly, right? If we hated every single person who made a mistake, we would fucking hate everybody. (laughs) Like, there would be nobody left. Like, we would all die. Like, the world would collapse, right? I mean, I guess not. We would have hate sex, but like, still. So, I think... A lot of this is going to be rewriting these narratives, right? And sitting with yourself and having this conversation with yourself as often as you need to. And reminding yourself like that person who acted in a way that you are not proud of, that's not you anymore. You know what? You are allowed to make a mistake. You're human. You're probably going to make more mistakes in the future. And the sooner we can get over this one, the sooner we can enter a space of self-compassion which is the happiest space to live in notice i didn't say self-love i just said compassion i just said actually i didn't but i'm going to say acceptance acceptance that you fucked up you didn't act in a way that you are proud of but you're going to roll with it you're going to take that you're going to learn from it and you're going to do better that's all we can fucking do i just think also expecting ourselves to be perfect all the fucking time is unrealistic and quite frankly that sounds exhausting it leaves no room for error and error is a natural part of the human experience fucking up and learning so i think it's not so much about the fucking up part like yes we fuck up very important to clean up clean house make sure everything's good right that's the most important thing but then after that is also very important because what are you going to do with that fuck up are you going to learn from it Or are you just going to ignore it, pretend it never happened, and not even take the lesson? Because if you're going to take the L, take the fucking lesson. So I hope that helps. I hope this answer is somewhat helpful. And I will say, I 
I struggled with I struggled with this a lot and I'll give you a little story I'll speak about one story so I was not a good friend to somebody who was in my life a few years ago okay I was in the probably one of the lowest moments in my eating disorder I fucking acted in ways that that's what I'm saying I would never act today I would never act in those ways today I know better now and I learned so much and you know I'm no longer that person but it took me a long time to fucking forgive myself because I hated the fact that I hurt somebody I hated the fact that I didn't act the way that I was raised to act I hated that I let somebody down I hated that I let my that that I let myself down like the list goes on you know it made me sick honestly and knowing that there was only so much I could mend you know what I mean like it it ultimately brought with it the end of a friendship and so with that there's only so much you can do right for years i would talk to my therapist about it and just be like i just i'm so ashamed i'm so ashamed and and when i think about it it makes me sick physically like it would bring knots to my stomach because i don't know i think so much of it was i just i'm so upset at how i acted i'm so upset that i hurt somebody um and then the other part was also now when i think about it sometimes and i think this is more ego driven I don't care to admit that, but I think I also realize like I'm such a different person now and I've learned so much and I've grown so much that I'm like, I wish they could see this version. I wish they could see me now. I wish they could see how much I've, like how I took that awful moment in my life and how I I think am trying to turn it into something more beautiful. That part also I struggle with because I feel like I will always be the bad person in the story and I'm okay with that. I've said this before and this is like a quote that everybody says right like you're gonna be the villain in some people's stories and sometimes there's nothing you can do about that so torturing yourself about that and losing sleep over that is pretty much useless so i've accepted that but i'm not gonna lie to you and tell you that it doesn't bother me because i would rather mop the fucking ocean than not be liked by somebody it's just the truth i hate it i don't i want everyone to like me i really do and that's not possible it's just not you know i'm not gonna be everybody's cup of tea it's just what it is just the same way i don't like everybody but i feel like because my mom is the most beautiful human i've ever seen in my life like the most angelic purest person and she she leaves every single person better than she found them i've always wanted to be that way and so i feel like when i haven't i'm just like so upset on myself you know like even right now i'm getting annoyed at myself thinking about this but you know what it is what it is and i was hurting i was in like i said arguably one of the lowest moments in my life and i did not know how to navigate what i was going through i was in the i was in a fucking hole and it just made me act in ways that i don't it's like i don't even recognize but i understand you know what you know what i mean like i understand why i acted in those ways and to be clear like i don't want you guys to think i did some like crazy shit like i just was a shitty friend like i would just I would disappear. I wasn't reliable. I think those are the biggest ones. I was unreliable and I was very flaky and I would say things and then not go through with them. Like this, I'm basically giving you the definition of somebody who is unreliable, but the the emotional bandwidth that I had to deal with anything other than what I was going through in that moment, which was an eating disorder, basically, I didn't have anything left. 
So I would say in a moment where I felt okay, I would say, oh yeah, let's do something on Friday. Let's do this or that. And then come Friday, instead of communicating like, hey, actually, you know what? I'm not feeling great because I didn't even know what the fuck I was going through. I didn't even know how to say, I didn't, nobody knew what I was going through. So I feel like I couldn't even say it. You know what I mean? And I didn't want anyone to think I was hurting, even though it was obvious I was like, I don't think people knew exactly what was going on, but they definitely knew something was going on. Like some shit was not right, you know? So instead of communicating, even if I was lying, like even if I would have been like, hey, sorry, like, you know, I'm sick, whatever. I would just not say shit. Um, or I would, you know, show up the next day like, hey, sorry, you know, shit like that. That is just like, bro, that's not a friend. That's not a fucking friend. It's just not. And doing that to somebody time and time again, like people have limits. I would have fucking been like, I'm done with this, with this bitch too. So that's kind of what I did. And it sucks. And I hate that that happened. And I think also, you know, what sucks the most is that, I never once had an intention of hurting somebody. Like in those moments, I was so fu- I was so destroyed. Like I I there was not one part of me that was like, "Oh, let me just, you know, ruin someone else's day." Like I already ha- ruined my own. Like, you know what I mean? But here's the thing. Here's the thing about intention is that yes, I think intention matters, but only to an extent because if the outcome is someone you love and care about being hurt, your intention doesn't fucking matter. What matters is how you made somebody feel. So even if my intention was never to hurt, that's what I did. Long story short, we're all flawed and we're all gonna fuck up. It's about giving ourselves grace, right? Giving ourselves grace and moving forward. I don't want you to sit in shame and in self-hatred like life is too precious to be doing that it truly is so we're at 30 minutes and i've answered one question (laughs) oh my god okay next one i'm having trouble with the change of seasons and feeling like i need to be really social slash really busy so i chose this one because the concept of busyness is quite fascinating to me and it's also something that i struggle with so Let me start by saying there are so many angles to this question. There's so many ways I could approach this question. But I want to start by saying we live in a society that praises busyness and productivity and the hustle, the grind. You know what I mean? Like roll up to any Hudson News in any fucking airport and the first books you're going to see are like how to have the best morning routine of your life, how to be productive, how to do this how to have the best work week, like whatever the fuck it is, right? Workism is so real in the Western world. Example, when somebody asks us, how are you? How often do you say busy? Like, oh good, I'm so busy. Busy is not a fucking state of being, yet we use it as one. I think in the United States, we are so focused on wealth, and becoming wealthy and that is so tied to working as much as we possibly can and climbing the corporate ladder and building our businesses and this and that and here's the thing here's where i struggle with this is that i love to be busy like i fucking love to be busy i love to be productive and i feel like i always will i've i've always loved it and i think i always will and to a degree i think it's there's so much ambition in this country and it's incredible to see and to surround yourself with. But I think there's a line and we fucking cross the line 
all the time. It's like we're so focused on what people do for a living. You know what I mean? Like think about when you meet somebody new, right? The first thing you say is like, oh, what do you do? It's like part of our identity, right? And and how do we strengthen, strengthen that identity? and almost like prove our worthiness in a way is by working all the fucking time and it's like it's almost gone to a point where the more you work the you know it's like the busier you are it's almost like that's amazing it's glorified it's like she's killing it because she's so fucking busy all day and yes great but it's not the only way to prove your worth not that you have to prove it in any way but it's not the only way to be worthy right i just think it's it's hard in, in the world we live in and in the society we live in, especially the digital society that we now live in as well. It's, it's so much about showing what we're doing and what we're working on and how busy we are and whether it's, and if it's not work, it's, what we're, it's, it's how we're busy on our weekends. It's like not only busy with our careers, but busy with our social plans, right? And because we're also exposed to everybody's busyness and their social life, constantly and relentlessly it in turn makes us feel like we have to keep up and we have to do that emily and i would always talk about weekends because they would stress us out so much because i think it's also challenging as an entrepreneur because you set your own schedule and i feel like there's always something you can be doing genuinely always and so weekends are tough because you kind of want to give yourself some sense of normalcy by not working on the weekends therefore you have all this time to fill right but then it almost would make us anxious to not work because we feel like we have to because again it's like ingrained in us in a way honestly i could do a whole fucking episode about this like i'm struggling to gather my thoughts because there's so many things i want to say i want to remind you that you are not just worthy when you are being productive you're not like your worth is there by birthright like you were born worthy and you stay worthy, you know, um, as long as you're a good person, which if you listen to this podcast, I know you are. So your worth is not reliant on how much you work. It's not reliant on how many fucking businesses you start or how many hours you work over time. It's just not. And that's also a challenging conversation I had to have my, with myself because I realized I only felt, I don't want to say good, but maybe I will say worthy. I only felt, it's not worthy. i I feel like I felt more fulfilled when I had a day where I just was working nonstop and working on all the things that I love. And again, here's the here's the blurriness with this is is like I do find a lot of fulfillment in what I do because I love what I do so much. So I feel lucky for that, but I think I also had to realize and I'm I, I've always known this. I think going through hard shit teaches you this real fucking quick, but I sometimes have to remind myself there are so many areas of my life that give me fulfillment and work is just one of them and it's okay if I am not working like as silly as that sounds like I sometimes have to remind myself like you're allowed to rest you don't have to earn your rest you don't have to explain yourself to anybody you don't have to feel bad for having fun having fun is like the biggest gift of life is like that we are able to have fun (laughs) honestly and share special moments with with other people or share moments with ourselves and do things that we love to do and that don't involve working you know what i mean like that is a gift it really is i just i don't even know that was like a huge word vomit but i almost i guess want to validate what you said about you feel like you have to be really busy and that you feel like you have to be really social I think that feeling is coming from a million different things and it's a very valid feeling to have 
and sometimes I have trouble with it as well so I totally feel you and when I do I just sit back and remind myself of all these things that I'm trying to tell you realize that you're so much more than your job you're so much more than what you do for a living like you weren't put on this earth to just fucking make money like you were put on this earth to do a ton of magical shit and working could be one of them it doesn't even have to be one of them and as far as the social stuff i think i just want you want to remind you of what we already know remember that when you consume someone's content no matter who it is they selected what you're watching they chose that they potentially edited that they put a filter on it maybe they facetuned a little something okay they are curating what you're watching for a fucking reason so don't get it twisted and whatever somebody else is doing has actually nothing to do with you nothing whatsoever whatever somebody else is doing this weekend has nothing to do with you and that is something i've really let go of like before sometimes i felt like fuck you know if i didn't have any weekend plans i would get stressed and be like shit like my stories are gonna be so boring and it's like bro i honestly like life is so fucking hard that's the last shit i need to worry about you know and also it's just i've just realized like social media is just not real life i need to worry about what makes me happy and if sometimes that means i want to hibernate and be by my fucking self the whole weekend and not post a damn thing if that's gonna make me happy that's what i have to do and somebody else i don't know living their best life that weekend doing all the things all the activities all the clubs all of this all of that if that's what they're doing like oh my god amazing i'm so excited for you i'm so happy for you i hope you're not too hungover you know what i mean like it has nothing to do with me so just remind yourself of that i just don't want you to feel like you have to live in order to show it i want you to do things and to be social and do whatever you want to do socially because you want to not because you feel like you have to or because you're not going to have something to post like think about how how insane that sounds i'm not saying you're insane i'm saying like the fact that we have these thoughts is nuts but it's real and it's because of the like digital ecosystem that we're all a part of now so it's valid but we got to challenge those thoughts because it's just it's exhausting to think about honestly live your best fucking life do the things that you want to do stay as busy or not busy as you want Remind yourself that your worth is not tied to your productivity. It has nothing to do with how busy you are. Literally nothing. Also, no one cares how fucking busy you are. We're all busy. We're just, we all are in some way, shape, or form. So how about we get more creative when someone asks us how we are instead of saying busy? Fucking give me something to work with. What am I supposed to say to that? Same. Cool. It's like, and I do it all the time too. So this is a note to self as well we're gonna do one last one because we've been here for a bit okay so let me do a relationship one so we can switch it up so somebody said i feel like i'm losing my best friend to her new relationship happy for her but i don't feel prioritized any longer again i could do a whole episode on this i've seen this so many times in my life as somebody who has been single for a long time i've done a lot of observing I've observed so many relationships. I've observed marriages, divorces, flings, situationships, everything, okay? But I've also observed how people act in relationships and how these interpersonal relationships make or maybe don't make someone change and act. And I have been on the receiving end of this where somebody in my life gets into a relationship and things change. Let me not talk about myself and let me talk to you for a second. So I hear what you're saying. 
I love that you said like you're happy for her, but you don't feel prioritized. So here's what I would say to you. If we were sitting at lunch, I'm kind of hungry. I wish we were. If we were sitting at lunch and you said this to me, I would say, okay, my first question to you would be, have you had a conversation with her about it? Because you're telling me she's your best friend, right? So my first thing is, have we vocalized these feelings? If you haven't, because if you have, you know, I can't, we're going to have to move to point number two, but if you haven't, might I suggest coming at it from a point of kindness, I would say. Because I think sometimes when we're hurt, our first instinct is to maybe be defensive or put the blame on somebody else. But I think nobody really reacts that well to that. And something I've learned is using I statements is always a little more helpful than being like you. Like pointing the finger is sometimes kind of damaging, especially when it's someone that you value and love and you want to have in your life for a while the way that we navigate conflict and the way that we handle these conversations i think is really important right so i would suggest starting the conversation with i statements like i am so happy for you it makes me so happy to see how happy you are in your new relationship with chris let's call him chris okay makes me so happy I love Chris. Hopefully you do love Chris. Hopefully Chris is a great guy, you know, because if he didn't, that would suck. I feel like you would have told me that because then that would be a whole other story. If we did not like the man, that fucking sucks. But thankfully, I don't think that's the issue. So I would say I fucking miss you. Like I miss you. Can we plan a date just us? Can we have some us time? I don't know if there's something that you guys do together that's like your thing, even if that's just coming over and sitting on the couch and watching bravo like i don't give a fuck what it is but could you propose like can we have a bravo night could we whatever show that you want to spend time with her vocalize the feeling of i miss you i feel like we haven't spent as much time together and i miss you and i would love to instead of being like you're in this relationship and i feel like you dropped me and i feel like you don't care like holy fuck like how is somebody gonna react to that right I also feel like, listen, the dick sometimes gets the best of us. You know what I mean? Like maybe she's dickmatized. She's in the dick sand and we gotta cut her some slack, okay? A new relationship is so exciting. Like it's truly so exciting. And I think especially at the beginning, like maybe she's just in a little bubble. She's in a love bubble. And I'm not saying that's an excuse to like, you know, not take care of her other relationships because that's a huge thing I always observe in other people and something that i want to be mindful of if and when i enter a relationship soon or whatever you know what i mean however you know we're human let's give people grace and let's give her a chance to maybe get situated and kind of come out of the dick sand and be like okay okay you know let me just gather myself and hopefully that's also something that happens but yeah i think my first thing would be have a conversation if you've had multiple conversations and nothing has changed honestly there's only so much you can do like if that were me and this is how i felt with my best friend and i vocalized it and vocalized it and vocalized it with kindness and i haven't seen change i mean i'm not going to keep going like there's only so much i can give there's only so many conversations to be had there's only so many times you can say the same thing to somebody at some point if they don't want to hold space for what you said and your feelings and make a change to make sure that you feel better there's not much you can do honestly and it sucks and it's really sad and i've seen this before it's kind of just one of those things that you have to let play out and i'm I'm not saying it doesn't suck because it does this is what i tend to see though 
I mean, mm, I'm going to give an example. Remind me. Well, you can't, but I'll remind myself. Okay, I think it goes like, I think there's like two different situations. I think there's often that friend and everybody knows who when she gets wifed up, she fucking disappears. We don't hear from her. We don't see her. She's in her love bubble. And like, we all know that's how she is, right? It's like, oh, okay. She's in a relationship. I know we're never going to see her that much again. Sucks. I'm not saying that's a good thing, by the way, because keep your fucking friends, bro. Like friends are, oh my God, I would die without my friends. It's like, it, to me, it's like, it, it's like family. I never, I never want to not have my friends in my life. And I think one of the coolest things about being in a relationship or so I've heard <laughs> is having your friends having your fucking life you know what i mean like you need your friends and if you're so lucky this is how i think okay if you're so lucky to have friends in your life that you love and that love you fucking take care of that shit somebody new entering your life romantically does not mean they can't still be there there's room for everybody there really fucking is yeah that's just how i see it like my next boyfriend if he is not tight with all my girls like it's just not gonna work for me and i don't mean tight like best friends but i mean we all have fun together and we can all have fun together and yeah that to me is gonna be like very important because my friends are a priority in my life and i want to keep them as such you know so yeah, I feel like there's like that one friend and then maybe there's the other one who's like maybe she hasn't been in a relationship or maybe she's just like so excited about this person and at the beginning she kind of disappears, she gets into she gets into the love bubble and then you kind of have to snap some sense into her and be like bitch, where are you at? And then she's like, "Oh fuck." And then she like kind of starts to come back around and gets into a rhythm again. I think that's also fair. You know what I mean? I think also getting into a relationship like dynamics change and I think it's about finding a new rhythm and making it work for everybody. So, let's cut her some slack. But also, I wish I had more details. So hit me up and tell me like what's been going on. Okay, so this is what I wanna, what I was going to say when I said remind me. So one of my close friends' is friend, close friend-ish, I would say, maybe. She is notoriously known for being that friend that when she's single, she's always around. She tries to make plans. She wants to make plans. She wants to hang. She wants to chat, the whole thing. And then when she gets into a relationship, literally disappears okay ghost let me tell you something don't be that person (laughs) like don't be that person because here's my thing it's awful when my friend talks to me about her and she's like yeah you know i know that when they break up she'll like come back around and she'll need us and we'll probably be there because that's you know that's how we are and it's like that's not i don't know bro like i don't like that i don't like it at all i don't think you can just like waltz in and out of people's lives like that and expect everything to be okay. I don't know. I think when you truly value a relationship in your life, no matter what kind it is, romantic or platonic, you make space for it, you make room for it, you nurture it. And listen, relationships change all the time, not even because of our romantic situation, but they change depending on what we have going on, the season of our life, you know, a million things play into how our relationships and our interpersonal relationships change. So I'm not saying they're going to look the same always, but it's not about it looking the same. It's about you making space for it. And that's going to look different all the time. So anyway, I hope that was helpful. Let me know what's going on with this. 
okay? DM me, catch me up, and we will continue the conversation. Okay, this was 52 minutes, and I got to three questions, and I had 12 questions that I was supposedly going to answer in this episode. Who do I think I am? You know what I mean? Like, I should know by now that it takes me 45 minutes to answer a question. You know what the crazy thing is? Is I could literally make an entire hour-long episode out of these three conversations that we just, or these three um, questions that we just did. I really could. So, I hope these were helpful. That's it. Ugh, I love when we just talk by ourselves. I love it so much. So hit me up. Tell me what hit. Tell me what you needed today. And yeah, I'll see you next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. We'll see. I have a few episodes lined up. So maybe we'll do a journaling one. I promised you a higher self journaling episode. I have that one like ready to go. So maybe we'll do that. Or maybe we'll do an anxious queen one. I also want to do like not a hot girl summer episode but like how to live it the fuck up this summer and it's not gonna be what you think okay so maybe we'll do that because i feel like summer's here right okay we'll see that is all for today thank you for being here thank you for listening hit me up i'll be waiting and yeah i'll see you next week everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.